Welcome to the Sharp 600, brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds, and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. Great to have you in today, everybody. My name is Joe Fortenball, and here is what we have in store for this special edition of the Sharp 600. The focal point of this project is sports betting and the sports betting world at large. I'm sure most of you have already gathered that to this point. But while we traffic mostly in week-to-week information regarding pro and college football, and that's because of the time of year, we'll obviously transition to the NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball. We also like the idea of branching out into broader and, more importantly, very intriguing topics. This is supposed to be interesting. That's our main goal, create interesting, compelling content. And that's why today we're going to take a look at a very important topic in America. And I think it's going to be important to many of you because if you're listening to this, you've no doubt wondered, when is the country going to legalize sports betting? Where do we stand? What's the time frame? Is it going to go state by state like marijuana? Could it be something legislated federally that is just broad and sweeping? And in order to do that, we're going to bring in a friend of mine who's one of the best sports betting reporters in the business. His name is David Purdom. He's from ESPN. He's going to join us in just a moment. But we're going to follow that conversation up as we continue our rundown here, with a look at Thursday Night Football. And uh, let me tell you, this week is not for the faint of heart, as the Baltimore Ravens are going to play host to the Miami Dolphins. going to be up 500 by midnight. Yeah, <laughs> he covers the sports betting world for ESPN. He is one of the absolute best in the business. You can follow him on Twitter, at David Purdom. David Purdom joining us here on the Sharp 600. David, thank you so much for your time today. I'm going to jump right into it here. This is a... Very complex subject, but it's one you've covered thoroughly and quite remarkably since you began. Um, The litigation that's in the works at the moment regarding sports betting. Can you kind of give us a primer on that, where we are in the time frame and what exactly is happening? Yeah, absolutely. We're at the Supreme Court here. Uh, The Supreme Court has accepted New Jersey's uh, appeal um, against the sports leagues. The sports leagues, uh, NCAA, NFL. Major League Baseball, NHL, NBA have all filed suit trying to stop New Jersey from legalizing sports betting. This thing has been going on for over five years, and now we've kind of reached the climax here. Uh, The Supreme Court will hear oral arguments on December 4th uh, in Washington, D.C. A decision will follow in the month afterwards. Uh, I think the term for the Supreme Court ends next end of June. Um, Some people think it'll be a little sooner. So we may have a dramatic shift in how sports betting uh, is regulated in the U.S. uh, by the end of, uh, you know, the summer of next year. How do the four major sports feel about the legalization of sports betting? So NCAA is completely opposed. They want nothing to uh, part of it. They are against all forms of sports betting. They include fantasy sports in that group. They are against it. NFL publicly also remains opposed to it. Um, NBA, you probably heard, have come around. They have changed their position on this. Now people may say, well, if they change their position, why are they still suing to stop New Jersey? Well, that gets into a little complicated issue, but basically the NBA wants a federal regulated sports betting market. They believe that will be the better way to you know, protect the integrity of the game and so forth. If everything is lined up, uh, everybody has to follow the same sort of framework. Uh, so that's where we're at right now. Um, the leagues are coming around, everyone except for the NCAA. We obviously have teams uh, moving to Las Vegas uh, now. So a lot of things are changing in the landscape. While these are the public stances of the four major professional sports franchises, as well as the NCAA, 
privately, how does each feel about the legalization of sports betting? Wouldn't they all stand to benefit from this? I mean, honestly, outside of fantasy football players, how many people want to watch the Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns on a Thursday night? Yeah, absolutely. You would think that that would be the the argument, uh, obviously, that they would get better engagement from fans if sports betting is legalized. Uh, I kind of see that as a lesser um, uh, argument because, uh, I mean, the theory is everybody's betting on sports right now, regardless if you're in Las Vegas or, or wherever you are. So aren't they getting that engagement already from sports betting and fantasy sports as they get exploded? I think their biggest thing right now is they want to cut. They want to cut of the money. They need to figure out a way that they can directly benefit financially from legalized sports betting. But the catch is there. They don't want that appearance of them having that direct cut. So it would just continue to fuel any kind of conspiracy theories. No, that makes perfect sense. Perfect sense indeed. Now, are there any similarities or parallels between the – possible legalization of sports betting and the legalization of marijuana because everyone was against that and and now that we're a couple years in we're seeing big time returns on revenue and not necessarily major problems stemming from it so many parallels to that uh, just because mainly from the state or a federal regulating you know, the states are going state by state legalizing marijuana that's what the states want to do for sports betting they want to have that choice to say hey we want to legalize sports betting. We want to regulate it. We want that money that uh, from our constituents that is going offshore, we want that to stay in the state so we can tax it and regulate it and monitor it. So there is a lot of parallels there. The NHL is now in Las Vegas with the Golden Knights. The NFL is moving to Las Vegas with the Oakland Raiders. Will that sort of situation help or hurt the legalization of sports betting in America? Well, I think it definitely helps. Uh, the proponents for legalizing sports betting, um, I think it has an impact in, in the Supreme Court case because the leagues have always argued that expanding legalized sports betting would cause them irreparable harm. Uh, they would, you know, hurt the perception of our game and this and that. And that's how they got what they call standing in the suit, so the right to bring the suit about. So now that, in my opinion, is gone. How can they say we'll be irreparably harmed by this when they're you know, willingly, volunteeringly moving into in Las Vegas. So that argument, in my opinion, is gone. They cannot say that we are irreparably harmed by sports betting anymore. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Trump's administration, have they taken a stance on this one way or another? They just filed just uh, today uh, in support of the leagues. Um, it's not so much in support of the sports leagues. It's uh, in support of the power of the federal government um, to, you know, uh, basically – the argument is that the government is commandeering New Jersey uh, and making them have to maintain their prohibition on sports betting. Uh, they say, no, we're not. We're just passing this law. We have a supremacy clause. Uh, the federal government does that, but, you know, proceeds, supersedes uh, state laws. So they're trying to back that and keep that power. It really, you know, it's funny when you read some of the briefs, there's not a lot of mentions of sports betting. This case isn't about sports betting. It's about federalism and states and equal sovereignty. The biggest obstacles to getting a yes vote from the Supreme Court on the ability to move forward with legalized sports betting would be what? It's a good question. Um, you know, they, they are going to be worried about um, just this would open the floodgates and let everything happen if they completely struck down PASPA, uh, PASPA being the Professional and Amateur Sports Protection Act. Uh, that is the federal prohibition on state-sponsored sports betting that's been around since 1992. If they were to completely strike that down, 
say it's unconstitutional. That would uh, obviously create some dramatic change, some opportunities. Um, we would have to see how that goes. I, however, kind of think this is going to be a nuanced decision. I don't see them completely striking this down and opening up the floodgates. And it's the same, I don't think it's going to hold the status quo. Something's changing. I think we're going to have some form of expanded legal sports betting in the U.S. in the next couple of years. Okay, so take me through a time frame here. Three, five, possibly even ten years down the road, what does sports betting look like in America? You'll have a state-by-state approach. Five to ten years, you will definitely have, I would think, the majority of states. There was a research study uh, done by a consulting group called Eilers and Crycheck Gaming. Uh, they predicted 32 states would legalize sports betting within the first five years after the federal prohibition is repealed. I don't think we're going to have these massive, uh, you know, Las Vegas-style sports books everywhere. I think eventually everything will gravitate to being done online. Um, so it is going to be a different landscape. I also don't think it's going to look like London, where you got bookmaking shops on every corner. Um, so we'll kind of have to see what the landscape looks like. Uh, but the bottom line here is that we are seeing some dramatic change, and this will be a significant, significant change, development, uh, evolution in the sports world uh, for the U.S. Follow him on Twitter at David Purdom. He wrote a fantastic article on this subject in September. It's entitled Sports Betting Legalization, Where Do We Stand Right Now? It's also linked in the bio for this podcast, so you can find it right here. Cover sports betting for ESPN. David Purdom joining us here on the Sharp 600. David, that was an awesome, awesome primer. Thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate it. You got it, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Pay that man his money. All right, time to talk a little Thursday night football. Oakland took down Kansas City last week to get us back on the winning track after we lost with Carolina over Philadelphia in week six. For those scoring at home, we have now successfully predicted the winner in four of the last five Thursday night games. This week, it's an ugly one. Baltimore laying three with a total of 37 and a half against the Miami Dolphins. How about a little music for the occasion? This game is U-G-L-Y ugly, and there's no other way around it. So let me be perfectly clear. I don't love any side or any total aspect of this game. Matt Moore is going to start a quarterback for the Dolphins. Jay Cutler out with cracked ribs. Moore went 13 of 21 for 188 yards, a touchdown and two picks, and a comeback win over the Jets last week. Baltimore 1-4 against the spread over the last five. I think Miami's going to be rejuvenated at least for one week under Matt Moore. And not only that, since week one against the Chargers, Miami's defense has allowed fewer than 265 passing yards in five straight games. If it gets the three and a half, and that's where it looks like it's trending, give me the Dolphins plus the points. That's a wrap for us, everybody. Hope you enjoyed the show. We're back on Wednesday with our college football podcast. For now, be well. Best of luck.